Silvia Gribodi is an Italian choreographer, performer and educator, sometimes referred to as the prophet of the free body. Her research focuses on the social impact of bodies and she sets joy, comedy and the relationship between audience and performers at the centre of her choreographic language. Her poetics revolve around the constant search for comparison and inclusion with the social and cultural fabric in which the performances are developed. Her production Graces won the Danza and Danza 2019 Award for Best Italian Show and is touring throughout 23. And Acopero Libero won two of the Giovanni Danze de Toro Veneto Awards in 2009. Other works include a documentary film, Overtour, made with over 60s women, and Monjour, a show that uses projected contemporary cartoon and live dancers to reflect on power with a game of manipulation between the performer and the audience. Her next show, a collaboration with MM Contemporary Dance Company in Italy called Grande Jeté, will open in Prague in June 23. Sylvia, hello. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Lou. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm so happy that you are here. Um, okay, can we start by you telling me a bit about your background and how you came to have this life in dance and theatre? Hmm. It's always a very hard question, I think, to speak about uh, my background. So actually, I'm Italian. And uh, I'm very sorry also for my English because always uh, I prefer sometimes to speak or in French or uh, Italian. So I'm very sorry if I, I'm going to take sometimes some time just to find the right word because, you know, when you are speaking in your mm, another language, sometimes it's difficult to find the, the right word. Of course. Please don't apologize. Please don't put all English people that can't speak another language to shame. No, no. I'm very grateful that you're meeting me in English. Thank you. And uh, yes, my background. But I think, well, of course, I'm studying. I studied uh, dance when I was uh, Little like I started uh, when I was uh, seven years old in Turin, in the north of Italy, in a very little uh, school. And then, uh, but I think my background starting from, it becomes as a passion when I was really, really like a little uh, princess <laughs> in a very little village in Italy. And I was... Uh, dancing, I remember that my father always uh, danced with me in this in little, um, how do you call it, uh, in the village there is this kind of party in the summer with a little orchestra and that moment I remember that I was so happy to dance with him mm. uh, in his shoes mm. and, and it was so beautiful so I remember that I said, oh, I love dancing and I would love to be a dancer. I would love to be mm. a ballerina. So I think the the starting point of my life with dance, uh, it was at, at that moment with my father. And mm. then I decided to, to study dance in Italy. And then because my family doesn't have a lot of possibility to support me in this dream, so mm -hmm. I decided to continue to study here in Italy. And then uh, when I was like uh, 19, 20, 
I started to study in France with uh, Peter Ghost, um, so contemporary dance. But my background is on jazz uh, and this kind of things that I'm 48 years old. So in the 90s, was quite... Uh, common to work uh, to dance uh, jazz style uh, contemporary mm. dance and ballet so I, I come I comes from ballet I, um, and yes and then I had the opportunity to to work uh when I was 21 22 in Italy with varietà we, we call it something very like entertainment in dance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then i've done cabaret so these kind of things and then at the center moment at the moment i said okay maybe i can uh, use this background in a different way because i felt it that it was so important that also i want to say entertainment means uh creating dialogue with people and mm. uh, finding a way to I don't know to 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 create a, a style of dance that is is like uh, um, uh, always we use the word of funny but I don't think it's the right word I don't I don't know what is the wor- word but mm. anyway to make people laugh in a way or laughing mm. I don't know Mm. or the joy I think it's about joy more than laugh or funny or uh, but it's more about mm. joy and I decided that the, the the pleasure and joy was something for me and that's to continue to discover in a different way finding a way and strategies and practicing about joy so for that I des- I decided to find a mix between a cabaret contemporary mm. dance and uh, humor and um, buto dance and what contact dance because in some old old techniques but um, the really the, the 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 study what is the mystery of joy what's the mystery of joy in dance how how it, how does it possible to dance with joy and joy means uh, not always a laugh but it's just a state of mind a state of um, mm. energy and mm. finding different uh, possibility to be in contact uh, with uh, the audience so and then the, for that I started to work with a lot of communities and territories uh, so and to and yeah to to create the performances not just on stage but uh, in the street in the supermarket uh, in the markets in the mountain and everywhere in the street uh, just to be able to be in contact this i have to say that is the best um, the best place where i studied dance i have to say because there i understand and today also I still continue to work in this with this method to be maybe in the street and working with some material and then to go in the theater and trying the same material in the theater and to see how does it work, what mm. I have to change. And that still I'm studying this possibility to be uh, the in relation, probably the relation is very important. 
for me. And uh, so that was a little bit. So I started from probably I'm come back in the little village, actually, uh, like when I was seven years old or before, actually, yeah. my background still is there uh, in the. Yeah, you spent a lifetime trying to recreate or not trying to recreating yeah. that feeling of joy and and freedom and yeah. a, a bit of love thrown in sounds like it um so you had to you had to create your own territory really because it didn't ex- it didn't exist did it you 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 were learning jazz and ballet and this and entertainment and cabaret but actually what you wanted wasn't out there is that right you had to sort of find your own yeah landscape i suppose create your own landscape yeah still i'm continue to find mm-hmm. my, my landscape uh, and every year every time is so different and uh, um, I think the starting point it's always the the needs what I need and what what's also not just my need but uh, is it my need um, and dialogue with the others or just mm-hmm. my desire and my so for this I think it's so important to to try some material some choreography or in the street to and not just in the theater to see uh, does the people are uh, waiting are stopping are watching me or not are interested or not what i'm doing is just for me or it touched something or i love working with students with the new generation too because sometimes I'm, i feel uh, oh maybe i'm just repeating myself all the time mm-hmm. and maybe i'm Still, I'm the in jazz probably. I don't know my style. I mean, I, I, of course, my background is there. So, is it uh, this kind of um, uh, gesture that I know, or this kind of mm. movement, uh, are still touching people and the new generation, mm. or not? And uh, what kind of style? For example, I love working with the new generation with students, and they maybe show me some other movie from other techniques like uh, voguing or and then mm-hmm. pro- I don't use actually this movement because I'm not able to use it but still I know that these kind yeah. of things exist and so it's yeah it's, it's, it's I think it's very important too but yes every time I try to uh, to create uh, um, a silence around me and uh, a little deep dialogue to understand if I'm following uh, the right, in- not the right intuition, because I don't think there is a right intuition or wrong intuition, but an intuition and mm. finding confidence. Uh, and also when I have the opportunity to have some master class or uh, some workshops, I just work with uh, other dancers uh, about intuition. I think it's very, very important to support this little uh, fire that every every human being has inside. Mm -hmm. So, and always I say that if I was able to do this work, I really want to encourage everybody to do it because uh, I mean, I'm I started not in, a, I didn't study in an academy or a, I didn't, or, or I didn't have a lot of possibility to travel when I was young. But anyway, I found, yeah. I found someone that want to support me, that believe in my work. And so I think it's very important 
always ne never give up, give up and always to continue. And then it's possible. If you have something that you want to say, it's possible to find your place. It's so big, the world. So it's always possible to find some places. Sometimes it's not in your country, sometimes in other countries. Dancing is beautiful for, for that. It's a beautiful network, mm -hmm. I think, because it's possible to find many other artists and then around in the world talking and understand each other without other languages, but also, so I start to, yeah, always to say, okay, let's follow your intuition. What do you want to do it? Doesn't matter what is doing the other. Yes, of course, you can take some explanation, but go for it. Believe mm -hmm. in your intuition and mm -hmm. finding, so, actually is what I still I continue to do. Yes. Yeah. I really what like the... Um, what do you think about so, intuition? Because you're so you are... Well, I think it's everything. Um, and I really like what you say about the, the sort of deep dive into your intuition, but then that you nip out on the street and, <laughs> and try it out with some people. I like I like that the that the intuition is sacred, but so is the testing and, and seeing if it works and seeing if it lands with people. And clearly, you know being with people and communicating is at the heart of your practice but yeah for me when I'm working with artists it's 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 everything and I think sometimes people fear that dramaturgs will mess with intuition but actually for me it's about listening to it and trying to understand it and trying to help that be received um but yeah I love the sort of deep dive as well as the sharing that you're that you're talking about I think that's really important um okay so I'd like to uh, unpick the work and unpick some of the themes in the work but first I I'd like to set up an example um, can you tell us about graces mm -hmm. and uh, first of all tell us what we see on stage yeah graces we are four on stage me and other three dancers and inspired by uh, the statue by Antonio Canova and, it, and um, so the three graces and the godnesses by um, the daughter of Zeus, Zeus' daughter. And, mm. but actually this is was just the starting point of the work because it was the graces starting from talking about beauty, what is beauty? And um, so on stage we are uh, dancing together, um, singing and um, there are some part of uh, my, my background is there because it's talking about ballet in a way. Mm -hmm. So for that, it's quite important. What is beauty? To mm. me, what is what does it mean to be perfect? What does it mean to be uh, to have a male or female uh, uh, qualities? Because grace is uh, by Antonio Canova three women, female body, but actually in this case <clears throat> there are three male dance, dancer and um, dancers. It, it's quite um, interesting to talk about grace for me uh, in our mm -hmm. society. Um, and uh, it, I think uh, grace is it's about our gaze. It's a dialogue with the audience about how, how uh, we watch each other, we are watching mm. each other, we are seeing each other, we are uh, judging sometimes. It's about mm. that, I think. Mm. 
Mm. And uh, so it, there are sometimes a very uh, some questions for between um, the performer and the the audience. It's beautiful because in each country is different. The dialogue mm. is different. We ask them like, uh, "What is for? because these three graces represented um, the joy, the prosperity, and um, splendor." Mm. And so we ask to everybody, "What does it for you? What what is what prosperity? What is prosperity for you?" And sometimes uh, it's really interesting because they say sex, money, but this depends of the countries. So family or uh, so it, should, it would be nice to have a, a list of them in, in all the different countries, but we didn't have time to do it. But it would be mm-hmm. great to have a, a dramaturg or someone that is able to uh, find another, finding another layer of graces, I think, because the dialogue with audience is really interesting in graces, not just what we are making on stage. What we are doing on stage is something, but I think the choreography, Grace's choreography, is between performer and the audience. Is there in the middle, where is there the movement? There, there is a yeah. movement, mm. and um, so it's action reaction all the time. People are laughing, so we are starting to make some other movement. But sometimes in, in some countries, they don't laugh in that moment. They're laughing in another moment. So we mm-hmm. change the dynamic of the movement. We change the dynamic of action and reaction. So this is grace. It's an action-reaction all the time. Mm. That's so lovely. Um, let, let's talk a bit about that relationship with your audience yeah. then and the boundary between audience and performer. It feels bizarrely rare to me in contemporary dance that the, the fourth wall is broken um, and you're placing yourselves with the audience actually it's a conversation it's dialogue um, but I feel like your place you are placing yourself on the side of the audience like you're one of them perhaps not one of these male virtuosic dancers you're one of us uh, which of course you're both um, what is it that, that's so um, important or rewarding for you then about keeping the you know keeping the audience alive in your in the work and having that actual dialogue, but also you know uh, having that relationship between performance and audience? Yeah, I think we talked before about joy, and I mm. I think at the moment that the strategy to to create uh, some in a certain way something that we can call it joy but i'm not sure still if the right words not because mm-hmm. of english because really in italian mm-hmm. Too, mm-hmm. joy humor sometimes they say humor but i'm not sure humor is not a thing but anyway let's talk about you joy so to create this state of mind for creating this state of mind i think it's important very important to um in each moment to move in a different perspective, uh, move the eyes perspective in a different way, you know, try to put the gaze of the audience in another perspective. I don't know if it's clear. Yeah, that's clear. And um, so for that, when I, it's about improvisation too. Mm. So I, 
I try to have a structure and every time that I feel that the people are understanding something is the moment to change a movement, mm-hmm. movement, story, eyes, action. So mm, in the choreography, I find, I try to rebuild in each moment a structure to mm, be able to not be in in a safe place. Actually, we are all in the safe place together, but because we are together. But actually, I love working completely to to bring the audience in a a lost uh, space. I don't know, in a space. Um, not it's not empty, but um, mm. because sometimes when we work uh, with uh, humor. Uh, uh, I think still it's something that we don't know how does it work. Uh, what is the, stra- the the techniques of humor? Humor techniques is still something very. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's always something that you have to try and prove. So uh, sometimes what I feel that people outside, because maybe I'm doing something that could be funny, they think that it works or not. Everybody can understand if it's something it work it is working, it's or not. But mm-hmm. I think the joy is not about working or not working. It just be in the present, in each moment, and uh, you can't understand anything, nothing. So it's so important to be happy. Without understanding, <laughs> it's it's out of control completely. Mm. So uh, action reaction with audience, uh, it's a strategy for dancing together uh, in this in the chair in the theater. When they the, when they feel that they are ah I feel very good now. Ah, I understand what you are making. Okay, let's go. Let's turn. Yeah. Let's go in another place. And when I feel, oh, okay, now I feel very good. No, let's go in another place. So it's always jumping like a ping pong, like a tennis. I don't know. Uh, every time the ball goes in a different way. So you have to be ready to finding a right place place, uh, place to play with the audience and, uh, and be. So for that, I think when the people go outside of the theater, say, oh, I feel so happy mm. so free i'm feeling i don't understand anything but i feel so well <laughs> and that's beautiful i think they feel well because they i together we found a place to play i think that's yeah. it just to play together like a kids on in the theater I think that's it. It's so playful. Um, You say, you know, as soon as we understand or as soon as we arrive, you move and and, and you could interpret that as being difficult or, you know, trying to make work inaccessible. But it's so playful and so full of love and so welcoming that it's just fun. (laughs) Um, And yeah, you keep us on our toes, but it, it, it just feels like you're playing. And so you're looking for the next exciting idea. And so we'll come with you because that's fun, I think. Um, is this not clowning? I'm interested that you don't use the word clown, do you? Or actually you do sometimes, but you haven't used it today yeah, uh, yeah. yet. Mm. Is is this clowning? Have you trained as a clown? I start, I study. I have done some workshop, but I didn't study clown. 
I think uh, I, yeah, I'm a clown too. Yeah. Probably there is uh, it's something that is inside of me as a mm-hmm. artist, and I love it. Um, clowning helped me to come back in dance when I was uh, 28, something like that, because before I've done a lot of also cabaret, theater cabaret, because uh, it was too difficult for me staying just in dance and it was quite heavy in a way. Mm -hmm. And the clown helped me to find a different way for dancing. And uh, I found uh, uh, the the power of uh, transformation of the transformation i think a clown is able to transform the drama also always in a different uh, mm. in another thing and mm. it's able to laugh in the drama and i think clown is very dramatic actually <laughs> but he decided the clown decided to be in front of the everybody and to say always yes it's not able to do anything, mm. but it's a yes, I'm here with everything. I don't speak English well, yes, but I'm here. I, I'm not able to dance, but I'm here yeah. and I'm going to yeah. dance for you. So what is beautiful for me in the clown philosophy is always say yes. It's very generous and it's not a, also if he doesn't know what to do, but because if someone is there, he's going to offer something. And that's beautiful, I think. I love it, this philosophy of uh, being able to be always open to, and also open to accept it, everything, and um, to be able to transform uh, the mistake in something uh, that can be an opportunity. Mm, to Being totally up for it, yeah. for whatever comes. Yeah, I was thinking, for example, we, we were talking before about... Uh, action reaction with audience and um, and sometimes what I like in my show that some feedback from other my colleagues sometimes told me ah it's full of idea this work is gonna it's gonna be amazing this always they say something like this like uh, after the first sharing or something like that and always I said no but it's finished the work actually and <laughs> and that I love it because always this is exactly the confidence of the clown to say this is yeah I know sometimes at the beginning can appear like just uh, seems like uh, just some ideas but actually after one year these ideas become something different because the work with um, the choreographing clown on this kind of work is not at the premiere that you can see the real work. You can watch it after maybe 100 performances, 50 performances. Mm-hmm. After that, really, you are performing, performing with people. And so you feel more comfortable because you are finding so many possibilities. And this is that's the clown that is able yeah. to to be in the street and to be in the theater and uh, but always find to find a way to be in the relation in the relation and uh, and looking for joy always try mm-hmm. pleasure mm-hmm. and uh, but in a very serious way is mm-hmm. i think uh, because it's very it's it lives in the drama totally mm. uh, clown working all the clown work always with uh, death 
death with life. death yeah. Death, yeah. Yeah, yeah life and in that so it's always it's the bad. drama <laughs> um do you play do you improvise within the work uh like within the performances is there live improvisation yeah i would love to be in the next performance performance i would love to improvise more mm -hmm. but yes the starting point is always improvisation and grace is too there are some parts on it oh. that we improvise uh but it's very little the improvisation is more the state of mind and the direction with audience. So, of course, the reaction are always so different. So we need to improvise. Yeah. It's more about timing. And timing okay. is very important in, mm. in this kind of choreography. And it's really, really important change everything. And timing, it's always different, of course, because it's part of the present and the life reaction of the audience. Mm. Uh, but for example, the next performance, I would love to to be able to find a game, a game uh, on stage with the dancer, and uh, to be able to to work more in the improvisation and to perf and to in be on stage with them for um, explore a little bit this improvisation mm. between performer and audience mm. so I would love to work in with everybody so that at the end mm. the theater becomes it becomes like a square or like a district mm, but we'll lovely. See. yeah but um, we'll see because it always it's strange because sometimes to have a lot of uh, rehearsal doesn't help the improvisation sometimes yeah. so you yeah, have always to it. be in this case it's very important the drama too that's to find a a key the key to survive to support yeah. the yeah. energy of the improvisation and the the key words is not always... yeah so it's about making sure it works yeah but allowing it to change and evolve and listen to the exactly. to what to what's happening it sounds like you're creating <clears throat> so probably what you do in rehearsals normally is you play and uh of course you improvise and, and that's how work gets created it sounds like you have a desire to include the audience in that instead of it being private and then you present a show actually you want to create the square as you say and bring us all to play um that's such fun <laughs> yeah i would love uh, to have a always a uh, audience also during the rehearsal sometimes it's possible not always it's yeah. possible uh, but it, it would be great to have like two hours of rehearsal and then uh, open the door and everybody that can go in and out of, in the theater. So this I would love to oh, have gorgeous, the opportunity yeah. to work uh, more in this direction, but not always it's possible. No, uh, I understand. But yeah, okay. It's a nice goal for anybody, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm a real fan of people coming in to see if it helps you so much when you're watching somebody watch it, etc. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to quote you. Uh, you say, my work moves along the permeable boundary that divides audience and performer, investigating the subtle but fertile space between laughter and desecration, between poetics and politics. Fertile indeed. Um, what is it you think that you are desecrating and what are the politics of the work, this work or your work more generally? Wow. 
You said it, not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but I, I, I agree with what I said, actually. Mm. And uh, first of all, but it's changing. Uh, I don't remember when I said this, but it's changing. Uh, when I was 20, uh, my desire was to say, okay, everybody can dance. We have to say that all bodies, because, you know, I'm Italian in Italy, there are many stereotypes everywhere we have a body stereotypes but mm -hmm. um as a dancer uh, and I, I had uh, so many colleagues and many people that stopped to dance because they were fat or they were different kind of bodies so i said no come on it's possible this so i want to demonstrate that it's possible to dance also if you are a uh, uh, full of curves uh, and uh, so that was really important to me at the beginning and this was for me uh, also a political action uh, and yeah. the demonstration to say okay so for that a corpo libero in 2009 was something important in my let's say career my way mm -hmm. my, I don't know what but anyway my travel my joy journey but anyway yeah because it was very important uh, in 2009 in Italy it was like in the contemporary in contemporary dance was something new in a way and an Italian choreographer goes in a bikini but with curves and to say okay I'm the vibration of the body is the communication that you can you can find your own movement each of us has different movement that doesn't matter how do you look or the, mm. the, the form of your body? And that was the starting point. And, and so I started to work also with people with 70 years old and 80 naked or uh, anyway, to show our body, but in a good, like to say, we are women. We are not just a, a sex object, but we can be uh, something different. So we, we can... It can be very sexy to a curse body instead of uh, it doesn't uh, what is that what is sexy um, that's also mm. something very important to talk about it so and so it's not about it is not showing bodies but it just to see to be a body it's so it, that was really important to me now I'm a little bit tired to talk about bodies. Sometimes mm. I still we are there to, in 2022 to talk about body stereotypes. Wow. Yes. I think it's worse than before sometimes. Because okay. uh, in Italy, yes, I don't know everywhere, but, but because I think also the pandemic, the COVID doesn't help uh, the freedom of the body. So I feel that there are many people when I work also with students in the university or in the school, there's so they always the question is, how, oh, but you are so courage. How do you find you the courage to be naked or to be in bikini? Because I said, about, okay, I'm not so, I mean, <laughs> the courage. I'm, I feel just what I am. It's fine, but it's so important to have a dialogue about free body. What does it mean, the free body? So to have a free body. So mm. I think still, also if I'm a tired, but still I'm talking about always the same thing, actually, because I think it's so important uh, making a revolution in the gaze of the others, really. It's full of mm. uh, stupid barriers, stupid... Uh, so. To dance, it's it's a, 
a beautiful opportunity for me to make my uh, little revolution on in the I think the body revolution is still there on my poetic. Always I'm talking about the same thing, male stereotypes, female stereotypes. Before it was more female stereotypes, but now I'm always male, female, doesn't matter. I mean, it's about the possibility to be what you want to be. And uh, I it's not something new because everybody... But it's something that for me it's very important to do it. With my presence on stage, I feel I have a, a responsibility as a performer mm. um, because my body speaks something to the other. When I, I'm on, on stage, it's not, I don't think it to be a, a choreographer. So as a choreographer, I don't think to be so interesting, <laughs> but as a performer on stage, I think there is something very clear that the people feel it and they feel free. So I said, okay, I, maybe this is my talent. And yeah, this, this is your calling. Yeah, mm. and then I think in this there is something politics uh, as a presence on stage. And more I get older, better it is. So it's going to be oh, <laughs> better in the future. <laughs> now I'm 48, I'm looking for... Yeah, there's, there's the upside. Yeah. The upside to aging. Um. I can well understand that you're tired of it. And actually, I think a, a lot of mid-career artists um, tire of what is their signature. Um, but the thing is that the world isn't ready for you to stop, I don't think. And, and things haven't changed enough. And for, for you know, da dance, the dance world, it's, as you well know, it's possible to spend a lot of time amongst very narrow ideas of what beauty is, what perfection is uh, in terms of shape and size of body, in terms of age and in terms of what body can and can't do. Of course, that's changing and much there are lots of more, more exciting things than that happening, but but it is a limitation. And um, well, from my point of view, I can't express how, um, how important it is that you keep doing that. It doesn't mean the work has to be a, about that all the time, I guess, mm. but that, you know, that that we see other bodies and and other ways of being on stage or yeah the work isn't done you can't stop <laughs> um and it feels to me really important um that i that people um you know s see this happening um because i think one of the great themes of our time is shame um uh, it's one of my favorite subjects yeah. and uh, an area where i think an enormous amount of learning is happening to to me and to the society generally what what are your thoughts about what you've learned about shame in your own life and from the people you work with um and from the yeah the work you make it's beautiful subject shame mm. uh, because i think it's the base of my work probably shameless uh, something what does what is shame actually mm. and when i work also with students but every every Everybody has a part of the body that you don't want to show because, uh, you know, um, I changed. And so, but also when you are very young, it doesn't matter the age. So uh, probably people feel free when the audience, when the show finished because of this, because we are, we are making some, an exercise together performer and audience about 
something shameless, something that... And so everybody feel free to go at home and to maybe to, you know, also outside to be not naked, but anyway, to be naked doesn't mean to be naked without clothes, okay? Just mm. to be naked and to mm, be able to watch people in the eyes. And sometimes that we we use a we we don't have a courage to watching the others and and to share, no, to be yeah in contact, eyes contact. Mm. <clears throat> it's quite difficult sometimes. For that, I I love working without the four wall or any way in this dialogue with audience because in that moment there is sometimes people are embarrassing they start to clap they feel stressed oh my god what happened now she's gonna ask something over and then little by little we found the pleasure inside of this and this embarrassing time together Mm -hmm. i don't know and so we found our courage to to share some part of our body that maybe we don't want to show because we don't like it or we feel that there is no dignity there. But actually, I think it's so it's super important to the mm-hmm. transformation of the shame. And there is a performance. Uh, uh, that we have done in Matera for the capital of culture and it was about shame and uh, at the end we have uh, like a a big party the shame party so means that the people who are coming in the theater they have to write in the in a paper something that they feel shame on or something that we don't want to share it because they feel afraid to and then at the end of the way the the the, the mm-hmm. show they started to throw, mm-hmm. to throw how do you say in english uh, yes that's right yeah, yeah. to the to the performer on stage these kind of things and there is like a party together about it's beautiful because at the end people are so happy that they just uh, you know uh, find the pleasure to be in contact with this mm-hmm. part that the norm usually you are uh, shame on shame yeah ashamed of yeah. yeah yeah it's so deeply entrenched isn't it you know uh, I'm someone who's never been friends with my body shall we say um and I find it uh yeah you know it's kind of um ridiculous yeah and I think that what 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 you're doing is your your turning our attention to it and turning our attention to the absurdity of that. I mean, just the absolute time-wasting absurdity of it all. Um, I'm going to quote Roberto Canziani, who said, Sylvia is the Italian prophet of the free body, not a tumbling gymnastic body, which is so connected to strength and muscles, or I think yours is, but a truly free body that has set itself free from the obligations and duties to which so many cultures have forced it. Do you feel then like the prophet of the free body? Bah. Always when I have to say that when I'm working, um, when I work, I like I listen 
I try to be open to listen uh, everything that the people said about my work because it's a possibility to discover something more about me. Yeah. So in this moment, sometimes I felt it, sometimes not what uh, Roberto said. Yeah. Um, I would love to be also something different, as I told before, that I would like mm. also to talk about my work in a different way and my uh, <clears throat> that is yeah uh, like for example talking about uh, what is shameful it's really beautiful because i think that's the also in dance in the movement uh, in when we are making a choreography when when what is the story uh, on the back when we are on stage what is our responsibility so also when i'm talking about uh, my work i would love also to see uh, i would love also to have a a feedback or anyway to have someone that is talking like you say it in a different level like not just about beauty or about uh, bodies and perfection perfection of course it's important to talk about that uh, but i think there are other level like you say to the political level what is the impact of your of your of my body of my work in the society when the people goes outside What's the value of the freedom? Of what's, what's the value of the joy? I still continue mm. to talk about this because I think in our society, it's so important this. So about Roberto, yes, I, I think sometimes I felt it, what he said. Mm. Mm. But now I'm very concentrated about it, about joy. And the, the responsibility as an artist is to create for me something that when the people are outside, doesn't matter if they like it or not my work, but then they feel that are they have an energy to create something in their own life different, to make an action, nice. to jump. <clears throat> so that mm -hmm. I think it's very important. So sometimes what say yeah, I've I agree with Roberto. The problem yeah, is okay. sometimes I, I but to make a jump, you know, to to stimulate some a jump in and the new creation, I would love that it would be like this, that the people goes outside, maybe they didn't like it, but they feel, oh, because I didn't like it, I want to make something mm. beauty in my life. Mm. <laughs> so it's mm. not necessarily that you like or not the piece. Or mm. Sounds like, you, as you say, really, you've traveled through that. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's all very well, but it's not It's not the focus of the attention. Um, you've got other things to be thinking about and other things to be seeking now. Um I wanted to ask you, so many of your shows feature young male dancers, often naked or bare-chested or running around in their pants and socks, which of course you do as well. What do you think is happening then when a female choreographer chooses to do that with male dancers? Very beautiful question because it depends on the countries, eh? because in Italy, mm. because I'm female choreographer with male dancers. For example, in Monjour, the last performances, I had some mm -hmm. critics about also the, um, uh, the deus as machina, as a woman, 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 woman outside that is leading a male dancer. Uh, I don't know, because when I'm, as a choreographer, as an artist, when I'm on stage, really, I just, uh, this, um, I don't feel, a clear gender as a performer i just i know that my body looks like a woman and, and so i have this costume all my life mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and but i feel uh, 
really, I don't, I feel no gender when I'm stage. I'm just so, my focus is just to be in the relation and then so also and also about the dancers i decided to work with them in graces of course it was a clear decision because it's about graces that regraces in monjour uh, i look i was looking for some female dancer but then at the end i found the group was better with these five guys the next performance is I will work with male and female dancers. Before mm-hmm. I was working with actually Rosa with Claudia Marsicano. It was an, a solo with a very yeah. particular. Uh, so actually, it just because maybe after Rosa that it was so strong her on stage, I I felt that it was difficult to make another performance with women on stage. I said okay because I touched so uh, deep the 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 stereotypes of um, the body the the female female body so I said it's better if I change completely the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know in Italy we are not some we are we don't have a lot of choreograph uh, female choreographer. We are just few. My age, mm-hmm. like. Really? And maybe no. another one. In the world, I think still we are not a lot. No. And I think that less, that's no. it's a problem. It's a problem. Uh, I love, of course, uh, um, a lot of choreography, like Pepinton, Jerome Bell. I love it. I mean, I love, I'm very happy that there are so many male choreographers, but I think it's not because female choreographers are not... Uh, there are so many talents. I'm sure that there are so many young and talented uh, male, female choreographers, but it's really hard for women to work. That's the problem, I think. It still is there. So maybe not... To work, to, to get the work or to work... I don't know why. I, we talk a lot about, about it. In Italy, we are, but also with other... We we talk a lot about the network. I don't know why. Mm. Really, for me, it's not clear still. Uh, no, if it's, okay. uh, I think it's part of our society. And then probably at the moment, uh, some mm, because I have some colleagues that, for example, they decided to stop because it was too hard with family. Mm. If you want to have a ch- children and they say, that, okay, it's too much. Uh, get too many, too, too many times get a lot of energy and so they decided to stop uh, so for example i don't have a kids so for maybe i always i ask me it was a decision or or just that and now i'm 48 i realized that i i didn't have time to have a kids probably because it was i was too busy to pushing all the time yeah. and, fi- and support my passion and finding way to support supporting uh, my patient around in the world and because it was just this and so at the moment they said oh I don't have a kids oh, okay <laughs> it's too late but it's fine and that's I think it's um I don't know it's a problem uh, yeah, but I don't, and I don't I don't know what do you think about it why there are there are not female i don't know what i know is that men have children too <laughs> and um <laughs> so w- why why it um is that way i don't know i think oh. it's uh systemic so, um 
and uh but i but i think and hope it's changing but i, I mean crikey yeah there's there's a lot of work to be done there and a lot of things that need to happen to 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 change it um but i also wanted to ask you about age um you sometimes work with older dancers actually in the productions but also in the workshops you um i think that's very important to you uh, and again i think it's something that dance audiences and artists are craving the widening of the story base there what do you get from working with older people what do you most enjoy about it at the present it's really important for the the quality of the present for them and so it's beautiful they are always ready they don't need to make any this kind of group they don't need to make any uh stretching or something like they're always ready to dance to but not to dance to be in touch with pleasure to 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 do what you need and that's mm-hmm. beautiful and that's the necessity to stay in the present and the necessity to be in contact with others the necessity to be to get ready at the moment to dance to listen music listen music to share it so sometimes we were together in the street okay it's time to dance to make something yes let's do it and then mm-hmm. in five minutes it was so intense and it was already finished and then let's go to take a beer together okay let's do it so it's really about present presence pleasure needs and uh, and a, a clown because it's there is something on the back about this joy that it's connected mm-hmm. to the drama to get all the maybe you know to find pleasure in the moment and maybe you are lose your husband uh, the mm-hmm. pathways so, so it's so intense because you are talking about something so intense during the workshop and then in one second we are laughing together so it's always about second less uh, to be in the the right moment to stay in the right moment in each moment and that's the, i learn so much from them from mm. from them as a performer, as a person, mm. it's really. Good. I think I've learned some. Uh, I'm 51. I'm learning some of those things. Um, finally, getting to some of those things. Mm. But I, but I wonder. I also see the younger generation feel to be a bit better at all of that, certainly than I was. And I wonder if there's something about everything that's going on in the world that makes them more immediate. Like you say, you're, you've been working with with students. Do you see a an immediacy and a readiness? and yeah. a flexibility maybe within them as well now yeah 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 absolutely it's a different generation and now and they are i mean they are uh, okay again always when we are young we have a lot of passion sometimes and that's beautiful what i say that what i see now more than when i was young i see the the energy of the to be young it's really beautiful mm-hmm. But this generation, because I think for our society with the COVID, with COVID, and then the the change of everything, and the, so they have a big mission, and they are. I feel that they are able to to find solution. I I have a a lot of hopefulness for uh, the future. I think they are able, mm. not at at us I mean they're, they're able to find uh, because also as a dancer when I watch them they're so open about clown yeah. for example mm-hmm. sometimes to be funny on stage or to in the, in the net dance network it's not so easy because always you 
you you you are not like the other choreographer in a way because you are funny oh yes it's funny mm. okay but then let's mm. go to see something that it's uh, serious you know it's quite difficult there's, there's a kind of status there isn't there it's bizarre yeah i feel it uh, when we all know, actually, funny is really difficult. Yeah, I, I <laughs> really agree difficult. with you, but uh, not always yeah. it's clear for. Uh, mm. And the new mm. sometimes when you're working with people young, it's not easy to um, laugh about yourself. You know, out self, no outside, out self laughing. It's not easy because you are really serious. You have to demonstrate. And this generation, when I have, for example, in France, I I have done many many workshops. They are so open. They love it. Uh, and they support me in a way. I said, oh, my God, yeah. thank yeah. you, guys, because they think yeah. that is useful. They, they nice. gave me so many feedback. They told, and I, so this generation is amazing. It's so able to laugh in the drama. They are amazing. They are able laughing mm. in the drama. And they take so seriously the serious they, their mission. They're able to push and to recognize uh, the the true in a way to be honest they are very tired to compromises and this kind of things that we created a lot so mm. i love working with them and also mm. i love because they they support me so thank you yeah. <laughs> i'm so happy they said, oh my God, thanks for keeping you going yes. yeah honestly thank thanks for the hope um Okay, so um, what's coming up for you? You've talked about a new show, and I see that the the tour schedule is packed uh, with actually with Graces, with Monjour, with uh, Acopo Libero, all over Europe, um, and all the other works. It's amazing that you keep all of that going. Actually, that you have so many works in rep at the same time. Um, are there new shows in the pipeline that you've talked about? What you're hoping for from the next show? Are you actually working on that? Yeah, I'm going to work with a company in Italy and the name of Michele Merola MM company. So it's a the background is it's a contemporary ballet company and I'm going to be on stage with them and the, right. the title is Grand Jeté. Grand Jeté. It's about passion and uh, what it's about making a jump, jumping together and what is a Grand Jeté? Also, if you don't know what is a Grand Jeté, can you do it? So let's make a jump together. So that, that's the... So to stimulate a bit, uh, what, what does it mean? Make Gorgeous. Yeah, so that's the intuition. Then I'm going to start on January. I'm already done something. but And the premiere is going to be in June uh, in Prague. Fantastic. And, yeah, Prague. Yeah. Great. Can't wait. Sylvia, thank you so much. It's a deep pleasure talking to you. Thank you for the warmth and the joy and the hope. Uh, I hope we'll see you in the UK soon and good luck with all of it. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Thank you for this. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for this episode of Downtime. I hope you enjoyed it. Do listen to the other episodes of both seasons one and two with lots of brilliant artists and arts leaders. And for more information about me, my work, the courses I run and the artists and organizations I work with all through COAD, the Center of Applied Dramaturgy, go to www.thecoad.org. Thanks for listening. May you be lucky and well enough to have a little inspired downtime of your own.